Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is A Bit of Clarity. Hi, Nathaniel here with A Bit of Clarity. When you look at children, you notice something amazing about them, something that sometimes we quench in them. For example, last night as I was giving them a bath, um, my middle boy Isaac, he um, went and got dressed in pyjamas first and he came to Menorah, who is our third daughter, and he said to her, look Menorah, I was first in pyjamas. What I'm talking about is this competitive nature that children have. And at times we try to curb it, we want to stop it. But what makes them competitive, you know? Who's first in the car? Who's first to finish? Who's first to, to do this? And when they're not first, they, they cry. You know, they, they're not happy. And they can't always be first. So there's a sense of competition that is good, but then there's, they fight over this competition. You know, the competition itself is something that becomes competitive for them, you know. And one of them ends up crying, and then the other one ends up crying. And... Uh, at times I say, well, this is not a competition. And they say, yeah, Dad, but it is. And uh, then you see them not competing and say, oh, this is not a competition. And then you think, maybe you should compete. You know, how, how do we know when to compete and when not to compete? How do we know how to, to ease or to flare up this competition in us? So what, I, what I'm talking about today in uh, episode 38 is this ability to compete so competition, part of social awareness, but also cooperation. Cooperation. Can we cooperate and compete? Is cooperation different to competition? And how these two combine? Because every single day we cooperate, we collaborate with people, but we also compete with people. Just from the start, I want you to say that this is not a comparison. Comparison is absolutely a no-no. Comparison is really, really bad for us when we compare ourselves with other people. We should compare ourselves with who we were yesterday. And our aim is not to live a life full of comparison because there will always be better people than us. And there will be people who are not quite there. And that can give us either a sense of, uh, you know, pride or a sense of, I'm not good enough. So be careful, so I don't want to entertain that thought today. But I want to talk about cooperation and competition. And in your show notes on episode 38, which you can download at eq.org.au, you will find this structure that I will be talking about, and I'll probably give you some examples along the way. But do download these notes, because there is an application part at the bottom of these notes, which I'd like you to do after this. So the objective today is to develop an understanding of cooperation and competition. Understanding these two. Cooperation is an important part of finding a resolution or a way of working with other individuals or groups. It often involves compromise, but helps us to achieve shared goals. 
cooperation can be good. Competition is a contest between rivals, an event or contest, a contest in which people take part in order to establish superiority or supremacy in a particular area. So with competition, there is a winner. There has to be a winner. And if there's a winner, there's a loser. With cooperation is what can we achieve together? I'll give you another example. Last night, our kids got this massive puzzle of the world, which, you know, they needed to do. Now, you could, I could have said to them, all right, eventually you do it first and we time it. Isaac, then you do it and we time it. And uh, Menorah will do it if she can and we'll time her as well. And we'll see who took the least time. Now, because they're at various ages, obviously the oldest is going to be the best. And, you know, you could already tell that. So a, a competitive way of doing this would not have worked here because it wouldn't have helped them. It would have created a lot of tension between them and uh, tension and not enjoying the process because it would be all about the competition. The other way of doing it would have been collaboration or cooperation where I could say, well, why don't we all work together at this? You can all do bits and pieces, sort it out, and you all contribute. Let's see if we can do this puzzle as a family unit, the three of you, just you, the children. Let's see if you can work together to do this puzzle together. And that worked really well because they all helped out to, with each other. Yeah, there was a little bit of nagging of this and that, but within about an hour, I mean, this puzzle was quite big. Uh, you know, it spread over the table. They came together and they finished the puzzle. The sense of accomplishment of all three was huge. They all cheered. They gave each other high fives. And I said, okay, tomorrow, let's leave it on the table. And tomorrow we come back and we explore the world together, the world you've created. So part of this collaboration, it was a journey, a journey of togetherness, a journey of unity to get this over, to, to get this all built up nicely. Now, there is competition where competition is important, but there is also cooperation. And knowing when to choose which is absolutely vital, absolutely vital. For example, if they play a game of sport, obviously I've got to encourage them to compete and win the game. You know, they can cooperate and collaborate with their team, team members. They can encourage the other team. But at the end of the day, they've got to shoot the goals or score the goals to win that competition. That is competition. That competition is important. In that competition, they've got to be great winners, where they dignify those people who didn't win. But they've got to also be great losers, in the sense they it shouldn't change them. It should propel them, encourage them to do better next time. But to have, you know, to, to raise up and stand up even if you lost. And to acknowledge that the other person was better than you or the other team was better than you. To be graceful losers as well. And to learn, and next time, from that experience, to aim to become a winner. So both competition and cooperation are vital, but knowing when to use what is absolutely important. And this is important in our social awareness because every day we either compete or we collaborate. So what to choose when is vital. Comparing cooperation and competition, I'm going to give you a little bit of a side-by-side uh, um, you know, -side comparison here. So, cooperation is a process of working together for common rewards. Everybody celebrates the winning. Competition is a process in which individuals or groups struggle for some goal or end. So, in a, in a, in a competition, 
is we got to win this. So we got to score five goals or two goals and we win this. So everybody works together for that goal. But the incorporation is how can we work together? How we can collaborate with one another to have this finished or to have this reward or to shift this in the right direction. It's more about the way we are doing it. It's not the end result. With competition, it's the end result, the end goal. With uh, cooperation is the chemistry, the bringing it all together, the way, what we're doing, it's not the what, okay? The qualities like natural awareness, understanding, helpfulness, and selfless attitude are necessary for cooperation. For competition, self-confidence, strong aspirations, the spirit of adventure, and readiness to suffer and to struggle are needed. So if you want to cooperate, you need to have awareness, you need to understand the other person, you've got to help, you've got to be humble, you've got to be selfless, you've got to give in, you've got to allow things to shape up in, in, as everybody contributes. But in competition, you've got to bring something else, you've got to bring your strong aspirations, you've got to be, give me 110% everybody, you know, kind of thing. You've got to have the spirit of adventure. You've got to be ready to suffer. Okay, guys, we've got to suffer for another 10 minutes. This isn't much, but just push through. You know, go beyond, you know, stretch beyond. Go faster, go more. It's, it's, it's different. The energy that is required and the skills required are different in each, in each type. Cooperation is limitless because one can go to any extent to help another. So you, you don't have limits in cooperation. You can always go further. You can go a step further. Competition has limitations as it is bound by norms. So you, you have a winner. And if you, if you get to this stage in this time, or if you score these goals, or if you achieve this, there's a norm which says that you're a winner. Whereas with cooperation, you can just always go further, 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 further. You can grow and develop. Cooperation is always beneficial as it brings normally positive results. When we cooperate, something greater comes out, which is beyond ourselves, and those results are our shared results. Constructive competitions are always beneficial, but uncontrolled competition is always harmful, harmful or dangerous. So there are ways in which we compete which are healthy, where we encourage one another, we do our best, and if we win, wonderful. But there are also competitions which are uncontrolled, which are toxic, and these are harmful and dangerous. For example, uh, not in the soccer league that we are, or the football league that our children are on Saturday, but in the Sunday league. So the Saturday league is a Christian league. It's more family-oriented. So people are generally torn down. But on the Sunday league, uh, I have a neighbor who, whose children are in a Sunday league uh, football games, and he told me that the parents have become so competitive that from the sidelines, they begin to swear at each other. They begin to swear at the children, at the referee. And I mean, these are children. Some of them are six, seven, eight years old. And they are, you know, they, are, they have become so toxic in their competition that they are changing the atmosphere and ruining the game for everybody. So uh, this kind of uncontrolled competition is unhelpful. And we got to read the situation and understand how we can bring a healthy competition into that aspect or maybe a collaboration or cooperation. Co uh, cooperation provides satisfaction 
and contentment to people. So when people cooperate together, they get satisfied and they also very grateful and thankful that they can achieve something together. Competition may cause satisfaction as well as dissatisfaction. It's like, oh yeah, we won the game, but you scored. It's like, doesn't matter who scored. Yeah, but I'm competitive, I should have scored. It's good for you that you scored, you know. So the person is not celebrating that we won the game, <laughs> even that was competitive. They, they can't get past that because I didn't score. Do, do you know what I mean? So it can be helpful, but at the same time can bring a lot of dissatisfaction. Six, the degree of solution may, for many international problems and disputes provided by cooperation is higher. So now we're talking about world peace, we're talking about international disputes because these are very real in today's world and you see them on the news all the time. The only way things are going to shift forward is through cooperation and collaboration and peace treaties. Now the other way, competition may contribute to socioeconomic progress as well as to general welfare, but there is no chance for solution of international problems and disputes. So you're not going to go, go forward if, you, if your heads are locked, you know, if, you, if you're fighting, if you're competing with one another. So at the highest level where people need an understanding of each other, competition doesn't work. You can't compete with China, for example, you know, in certain aspects because they are so much more competitive than you. And the only way you're going to have uh, an international uh, understanding with them is to cooperate, to collaborate with them. So you can be stubborn and think that this will work. But even your family, you can't compete with your wife too much. You've got to cooperate with her. You've got to collaborate with her because <laughs> life goes on. Yeah, you might win today. She might not win. You know, she might win tomorrow. But at the end of the day, you've got to carry on. Life goes on, you know. So learn to cooperate. Learn to have competition when competition is healthy and good. So don't eliminate competition. Competition is good, don't get me wrong. Competition is good in your business. Competition is good in everyday life. But you've got to understand when you need to cooperate and when you need to be competitive. And don't compare yourself with everything that you do with your peers or with your competitors. Just know what you're good at, focus on what you're good at, and give your clients the very best, and you'll see that cooperation is much better than competition. Healthy competition leads to greater cooperation. Cooperation should dominate within an organization, while competition should dominate among organizations within a given social order. So within your organization, within your company, within your family, you should cooperate, you should collaborate. And then use competition to compete with other companies. So don't use internal competition and internal struggles but use competition with external companies to bring the best product to the market or with other organizations. That is healthy because you need to compete. That's the only way you're going to achieve something great. Competition tends, greater, uh, tends to create greater cooperation. So when you compete, you co cooperate more. And greater cooperation makes you more competitive. So just understand that this is a circle. This, this, it's not having one or the other but it's having these both in tension, in a healthy tension. So competition creates cooperation because you've got to cooperate internally when you're competing externally with somebody. And greater cooperation makes you better competitive out there. So maybe the guy next door, because he's selling a new product, 
It, it stirs up corporation, you know, company and say, okay, how can we do the same? How can we get that product and how can we sell that product? And then we source uh, your sales team, your uh, purchasers, everybody collaborates together to get that product in as well. So there's a corporation within the business and that makes you competitive because now everybody in your business knows that new product and they're able to sell their products. So you become competitive. It started with competi competing with, with your uh, rival in the business, but through cooperation and collaboration, maybe sometimes even approaching them, you can, great, you can become competitive as well. So everything in a healthy balance gives you a greater output. If you lose competition, you lose cooperation because you can't cooperate if there's no something to stir you, to, to trigger you into doing it. We need both in order to foster the strength of both. So it's not cooperation versus competition, but it is cooperation and competition and using and making the decision when to use each one of them. Application. Note down three ways in which you combine, you can combine competition with cooperation within your team, within your family, within your children, within your company. Three ways in, you can, in which you can combine cooperation and competition to shift forward, to move forward to a higher place or to a newer place or to a better place in your organization. What can you do to implement some of the things that I've shared with you about competition and cooperation to propel your company forward? There are many things that you can do and all the time I'm thinking, especially in our business, but also in my family, how can I engage my children? Competitively, they're quite well engaged, but how can I make them cooperate and collaborate while being competitive? How can I channel this desire for competition in them to collaborate more, to cooperate more? And they're always looking for challenges, and sometimes we lose that as adults. So embrace challenges, embrace competition, but embrace co collaboration as well, cooperation as well. Embrace this, this tension, because out of this tension, good things are being birthed. So just know this, embrace this, carry on, and come back uh, with us at episode 39. Here at uh, A Bit of Clarity, we are just so grateful for everything you do for us to distribute and share this material, and also the way you assimilate this and you run with this. Because if you cooperate better, if you compete better, and I do the same, we are changing this world bit by bit. So do your part today. Thank you. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was A Bit of Clarity.